if I'm ever president, I'm going to make that sound mandatory before class starts. It's the new Pledge of Allegiance. Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> All right. You ready? Yeah. We got this. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. As ready as I'll ever be. What was, it, what was that nod? Are you ready to record? Yeah, I'm ready. Shut up. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know that was your voice on the track. Yeah, it's, it's there every week. You didn't hear it? Timothy, t- Timothy. His name is Timothy. <laughs> Yo, Brace. Oh, Brace? back it's baby station it's the only podcast where i'm wearing 14 beanies stacked on top of my head to reduce heat (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, what we actually do is we bring material usually news articles to the table but here's the catch i don't know what nate's bringing to the table and he doesn't know what i'm bringing so there's constant surprise it's a weird world out there and we firmly believe that there's humor to be found in everything Ain't Which is why we're the changing truth. the name of this podcast to the Everything Podcast. Yeah, the effective immediately. <laughs> Don't send your submissions to babystationsubs at gmail.com. That's babystationsubs at gmail.com. Send your submissions to everythingpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> we should actually set up that email. No. But seriously, we have we have the submissions. Yeah, that's up not now. a joke. We, you can absolutely submit stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, send us articles. We'll talk about them here. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. You want to start things off? Oh, yeah, sure. So, um, <clears throat> TV host Pete Hegseth, germs aren't real, so I haven't washed my hands in a decade. <laughs> <laughs> germs aren't real, so I haven't washed my hands in a decade. In a whole decade. Pete Hegseth confessed to never washing his hands after his co-host told viewers he had been eating day-old pizza on set. Oh. This man is disgusting. Oh my goodness. So he's he's a Fox News host, and he told viewers live on air that he has not washed his hands in decades because germs are not a real thing. <laughs> he's really helping out uh, Fox News with yeah, the reputableness. Let's just, let's just be very clear from the outset. I don't care that it's a Fox News thing. Let's just talk about the fact that he doesn't wash he his doesn't hands. He doesn't wash his hands just from a human perspective. From a human perspective, this man is disgusting. <laughs> well, okay, let's let's dig in here though, because he makes a pretty good argument. Okay. Oh, okay. And maybe, a, maybe we should me, go down this me, road. <laughs> hear me out on this. In a world where germs don't exist, there is no need to wash your hands. Okay. Can we can we get to that? Sure. Okay. You got something else you want to? Yeah, I, I really first? do want to hear that that ar- that argument, but. Think about think about the situation. Okay, I'll think about it. Pete Hegseth is on set, yeah, eating a piece of gross day old pizza, right? And his co-host is like, "Hey, Pete, that's pretty disgusting. That's a day old pizza hasn't even been put in the fridge." And he's like, "Sorry, I haven't washed my hands in a decade." <laughs> he just brought it up out of nowhere, he's like, "Pete, it's fine." And his coworker is like, "Um, uh." okay that's definitely how it went down though because he's she's saying to him there's probably germs on that pizza and he's like nah germs aren't a real real thing i've been i haven't been washing my hands in years yeah that's true and (laughs) 
I just picture that he brings that up sometimes with like no context. Yeah. They're like, they're like, hey, uh, man, I, how about that meeting today? That was horrible. He's like, yeah, I haven't washed my hands in a decade. <laughs> I haven't washed my hands in, in years. And there's just long pause. And finally somebody says, cool. So, uh, and then they move on. Yeah, and and this guy's a news host. So how many people's hands has he has he shaken? He's shook. Sh- probably shooken. He's probably shaketh so many hands. <laughs> he's probably shaken ithed. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, even more than just germs. Like, I wash my hands all the time, just because like throughout the course of doing things, I get stuff on my hands. Right. You know, and sometimes you just tell after a while you feel a little grimy. You're like, I got. You're like, I gotta go wash my hands. How do you never feel that? He's got a his hands have so like just the original griminess of your hands that you feel like yeah. after a day of yeah. like you know schoolwork pencil writing like right. a you've lot ha- of stuff you've handled some doorknobs this man feels that times like a decade <laughs> but he doesn't care his hands are probably like heavy with germs his, and slop his <laughs> <laughs> he's a slop man <laughs> slop man Pete Hegseth <laughs> do you think do you think like uh, when he goes in to shake people's hands like people. That some of that rubs off like when yeah. you like when you touch like a, a car part that's been covered in oil you remove it now your hands just covered in black Jeez. stuff he's like hey my name's pete nice to meet you oh. and now it's just <laughs> question can we get through an episode without going <laughs> i don't think we can it's such an integral part of our podcast is, sound yeah. um, <laughs> it's the only sound effect we do so in my opinion this is the kind of guy who thinks that the earth is flat because he says germs aren't real it's like well we can't see it so uh can't prove it's true but you had an argument so i want to hear your argument now well my argument wasn't necessarily advocating that germs aren't real but think about it if germs aren't real i guess it's okay to not wash your hands then right. it's just purely comfort based so maybe maybe he likes having that grimy feeling on his hands you know maybe he <laughs> likes when he goes to type on his keyboard then a little bit of grease rubs off on every key Ugh. you know he's got a greasy keyboard he, this is the kind oh, of guy he absolutely has a greasy keyboard but i'm just wondering like well, I guess I'm not wondering, but it makes sense if you don't believe germs exist. Right. The bigger question is, how do you not believe germs exist? Because that is insane. I can prove to you that germs exist. Prove it to me right now. Okay. I'm coming clean here. This is this is the <laughs> confession hour. This is the confession hour here. In the second grade. Oh, no. In the second grade, I did not wash my hands <laughs> ever. Like, just the second grade, I'm telling you. Like... <laughs> I was in Miss Mitchell's class. No, I was in uh, Miss Mick something. I forgot. And uh, Weird name. every time I would go to the... Yeah, her last name is Mick something. <laughs> J- uh, Jenny Mick something. Janine Mick something. Yeah. And I, I would go to the bathroom and then I would come out of the bathroom and I'd be like, um, I, I think I'm just... Uh, I don't think I'm going to do it. Like, I don't think I'm going to wash my hands. <laughs> and I would just walk out. And That's you disgusting. Know, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening, like... Th- my mom would be so appalled at this. But in the second grade, I didn't wash my hands ever. It was like a rebel without a cause. Like never you had well, to wash your hands. at home, like yeah, because my bed. mom would like watch over me. She'd be like, yeah. you wash your hands after going to the bathroom? And I'd be yeah. like, yeah. But I'd just wash my hands really bad. Like no, I'd just I mean, like, dip them in water. I feel that because we were, we were dumb when we were younger. Right. And I feel like when I was that age, I did the same thing. Right. And at home, I would like come out of the bathroom and she'd be like, did you wash your hands? And I, feel, I felt like I was a convict with like the, the, the floodlight being shown on him as he, as he cut through the wire fence. And I'm like, <laughs> like running towards the living room. Yeah. And, and she's like, woo, woo, woo. Did you wash your hands? Uh, uh, y- y- yep. 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 And then the spotlight goes away and you're and, safe. And she's like, oh, good. 
And then you feel the shame. <laughs> and, and the sludge, too. And the sludge on your hands. Yeah, yeah. it's both and. So, yeah, so I was, here's here's why it's true that, that germs are real. Yeah. Is because in the second grade, I was sick for every school holiday. <laughs> so we would have these holidays in class where it would like be like a Halloween party or like a Christmas holiday party, whatever. And I was sick every holiday party. I was a sickly child that year. My goodness. And I never put two and two together like, hey, maybe it's because I'm not washing my hands. Years later, <laughs> I was like, hey, remember when I was sick? Ma- remember when I was sick like every holiday? She was like, yeah, because you didn't wash your hands. No, I didn't. I've never told her. I'm too oh. ashamed. But now that I think about it, like today, I'm like, wow, I didn't wash my hands that year. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. There's I, probably- did the ha- I did the dip under the water and go. Well, the dip is mostly for sludge removal, but yeah. it's not for germ removal. No. Yeah. That's um, that's pretty crazy. My memories of being sick were really just like, whenever I would get really tired, I would get sick. I don't know. I don't. That doesn't really make much sense to me. No, it does. You get exhausted. Your immune system goes down. Yeah, but like it, it wasn't like I'd be hanging around other people who are sick. It was just like I would get no sleep for a couple of days, and then I'd be like, oh, I have strep throat. Yep. And just like it appears. I, I totally feel that. I feel that today. But I, then I just go to bed at like. You, you feel that today, and you're right here talking to me. <sighs> I'm just going to infect you right now. Uh, so, no, but I feel that, like, I, I I go to bed, like, really early on those days, and I'm just like, oh, I'll wake up in the morning, and I'll feel better. And oh, I, just, I like, never go to bed early. I yeah. On those days, I'm like, I'm going to go to bed early. And at 1.30 a.m., I'm like, that's all right. I'll get a couple hours of sleep. It'll be fine. It'll be no problem. Yeah. So, so well, well, do you think that when, what's Pete? Pete, what is Pete Hegseth? You think when Pete Hegseth went in for the interview, do you think he brought this up in the interview? Because that's a pretty big red flag. Hey, uh, Pete. So, why do you think you would be a good host for Fox News? Well, um, I was at uh, was it I was at Channel Twelve Wixie for about five years, <laughs> and um, that's a call a callback, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and also, I don't wash my hands for a decade. I haven't washed my hands. Oh, um. You don't wash your hands after uh, after using the facilities. I mean, I mean, like, I have a really great on-air personality, and I've got a lot of TV experience. So yeah, I think I'd be good for the job. But I'm sorry, you don't you don't wash your hands after did, using the bathroom. Did I did I say that? I think I must have misspoken. Um, Pete, uh, Pete, why did you just pull out a a piece of grimy pizza? No, no, this isn't. I I'm a little hungry. If you don't mind, real quick, I just got. Oh Jesus. Um. That's a really di- that's a disgusting looking pizza, uh, Pete. Pete, I'm gonna need. Uh, uh, that was a good pizza. Well, I, so can I have the job? We're really understaffed right now. I don't think we have a choice. <laughs> let me let me call my let me call my um let me call my boss. Okay. Um, Donnie, I uh. Donnie Stark, this is um, this is Jerry from Fox News. Yeah, I know. Get to the point, Jerry. We got a guy who doesn't wash his hands ever. Um, he's got he's got a grimy pizza on his hands. His uh-huh. name is Pete Hegseth. Uh huh. Um, really greasy looking man. I looked at his keyboard on his Mac. He brought it to the interview, and it's just like covered in oil. Yeah, yeah. How how many millimeters of grime are on his hands? Hold on, give me a second. All right. Uh, Pete, I, I just have a quick question for my boss. Yeah, yeah, sure. Measurement in millimeters. How how uh, much grime you got on your hand? Oh uh, well, we don't, do we have to talk about that? That's... I need a quick answer. My boss okay. is really waiting on the line here. Uh, I'd say like uh, half, okay. half a millimeter. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, Donnie, it's it's half a millimeter. Half a millimeter. Okay, well, a company standard strictly state up up to one millimeter of sludge. Is that in the terms and conditions? That is, it's in the terms and conditions you sign. So, so legally, we can't uh, we can't refuse to hire. We're we're an equal sludge opportunity employer. So, <laughs> uh, equal sludge. Op- okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let I'll let them know. Thanks, Donnie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah Donnie. Sorry, that- forgot uh <laughs> forgot your name for a second there. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. See ya. Yeah, so we we have a half millimeter policy. We have a no. Oh, it's in the um, it's in the uh, it's in our clause. So you can't fire me for not washing my hands. We would prefer if you washed your hands. Maybe you, we can have but a little are you bit. Are going to fire me? N- no, and actually, I'm legally oh. required to hire you right now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just need another piece of pizza. You know what? Can you can I have a bite of the, Can I have a bite of that? <laughs> it's it's like four days old. Well, I I let my my cat Tubby he sleeps on this pizza at night. I'm hitting pause. Speaking of four days old, the pre- the presenter of this news article says, "Well, Pizza Hut lasts for a long time." <laughs> <laughs> Sick burn. I know. It's serious. You, you think uh, his editor was was like, "I like the article. Let's bash Pizza Hut though." Yeah, Pizza Hut. <laughs> pizza Hut's got so many preservatives. Or maybe he was like, "The uh, pretty good article. Can we pick one just well well established food outlet?" And just trash them for very little reason. Um. <coughs> oh yeah. Excuse you. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Gary. Take that out. Gary, cut that one out. Uh, we don't need any sneezing on this air. Hey, but germs are not a real thing. So maybe, how about you sneeze right on me? Let's do an experiment. You get sick, and then you sneeze on me, and then I won't get sick. Okay. All right. Great. So let's just well, be, sit in silence until I sneeze. Let's just get, sit in silence until we get sick because germs just appear just out of nowhere. They just spontaneously generate. Right. Yeah. That's that's the kind of science that I believe in. Yeah. All right. So let's just wait a sec. You'll get sick. All right. Oh, God. It got me. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. Oh, I got a fever of 104. <laughs> wow. That, that cracked fast. That was quick. All right. Now sneeze on me. Ah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you feel that? No, I'm good actually, because germs don't exist. Yeah, don't touch Pete Hegseth. That's so the that, moral of the so story. So that that little example just was a, an experiment, and that proved that germs don't exist. Yeah, i.e., Pete, don't touch Pete Hegseth. Yeah. His, his hands are don't, millimeter of grime. Don't touch Pete Hegseth. Don't touch Pete Hegseth. <laughs> is, that, is that our episode title? <laughs> that might be the episode. Don't touch Pete Hegseth. <laughs> no, Sludge Lord Pete Hegseth. Sludge Lord Pete Hegseth. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. What do you got? This is from uh, WIS News 10 Live Locals Now. Man makes entire house pink, says neighbors can't do anything about it. <laughs> this is from Pflugerville, Texas. <laughs> from Pflugerville. <laughs> Back to you in Pflugerville, Paul. What's up? I'm Paul. I'm the mayor of Pflugerville. <laughs> And uh, he's like, can we really, does it have to be Pflugerville? Can it be something a little more legitimate? Galongleville. <laughs> Galongletown. Right. This is from Pflugerville. Pflugerville. A Texas neighbor. <laughs> I can't get over that. Pflugerville. I'm from Pflugerville. Welcome to the uh, city zoning naming committee. Today we're going to be deciding on a name for the newly districted uh, city 14 just outside of um, Maine County. Uh, here are the proposals for names. Uh, we've got Plainfield as a suggestion. Mm-hmm. We've got um, Dallas. Mm, that sounds like a good name. We've got Westerson. Oh, okay. Chesterson. 
Westerstan and Chester's both? Lislamai and <laughs> and Town. Town. Those Illinois. are our suggestions. Um, we've got about 20 people in the room here, so let's just raise our hands uh, depending on which name. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, sir. You have a comment in the back? Yeah, I have a quick question. Yeah. What about Pflugerville? <laughs> um, wow. Actually, we hadn't thought about that one. Can you add that to the list, please? Uh, how do you flu f l f l u g r? No, f l o o g e r v i l e. Flugerville. Actually, that's the greatest suggestion we've had all day. So I don't even need this meeting. The town's name is Flugerville. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and now these suckers are gonna have to write on their taxes. Flugerville. Why are you doing it with that intonation? I don't know. That's just what I hear when I read the word. It's P F L U G. Oh, is it actually P F? Yeah. Flugerville. I just imagined it was an F. It's P F. Dude, dude, what has the world come to that we're literally making fun of a town name for existing? Can you actually spell how it actually is? Yeah, P F L U G E R Ville. Fluger. Flugerville. What? Yeah, that's, that's so hilarious. That's the town name. What idiot named the town Pflugerville? Some guy's like, my grandfather was John Pfluger. Okay, that's not a joke. (laughs) My grandfather was John Pfluger. He founded this town. All right, a Texas neighborhood is in uproar over a Pepto-Bismol, full-on flamingo, pink panther pink house. The house is completely pink. But the homeowner doesn't care what his neighbors or anyone else thinks. Emilio Rodriguez says... It's just my favorite color. <laughs> he just loves pink. <laughs> I just love pink. He bought the home in November when it had a plain shade of white, but now the walls are pink, the gutters are pink, the roof is pink, and the chimney's pink. It's all pink. Do you have a picture of the house or no? Because mm. I would really love to see this. Well, what's unclear about that description to you? Can you say it one more time? I wasn't paying as sure. close of attention as the I should be. The entire house is pink. Yeah, I can. I, 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 w- I know, but like... I do have a picture. Gutters, too? You paint your gutters pink? Yeah, I, I'm... You see that? The whole... Holy moly. That looks like a cartoon house. Yeah, for those of you who can't see, which is everybody... No, you, the, just in, picture it in your mind's eye. The, picture a house that is completely pink. Like, everything. It's not just like... Because the way I was imagining it's like, oh, pink pink brick and a white roof. No. Nope. It's literally it's every, everything. Everything's pink, yeah. Um... Well, he says, first I just did the back of the house, but then I did the whole house. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to show this to anybody. It's just for my enjoyment. Hold on. This looks pretty good. Yeah. He's like, he did the back of the house. And he's like, but what if I did the whole house? What if I did the whole thing? <laughs> he loves pink so much. He showed off the large pink tattoos he had across his chest and neck. <laughs> Is it just the color pink? There's not even any image. There it's are not pictures of that. blots all over his body. <laughs> Sir, what drawing do you want me to tattoo on you? Pink. <laughs> uh, like a pink, like the pink panther? Like like, a, like pink, bub. What's unclear about that? Pink. Like, like your entire skin? Just put pink on me. Uh, I mean, you could do that with... Um, no, I need it tattooed. Well, that's, uh, I'll, I'll get a design ready for you then. <laughs> Just dumps paint on a piece yeah, of paper. <laughs> uh, so he said that a house painted like this was his dream home. And annoyed neighbors aren't going to phase him. He chose his neighborhood particularly because there was no homeowners association to block him. 
Oh, so th- is that a thing? Like, there's a homeowners oh, do association? do you not know about homeowners association? No clue. Oh, yeah. That's like a huge point of contention for a lot of people. Basically, like, you go to a neighborhood, there's a homeowners association that has some level of legal control over the neighborhood. When you, oh, when, it's like the way it looks and stuff? Yeah, so they can tell you, like, you can't have a fence, you have to do this to your lawn, You like, you can't make your house this color, and such and such like that. The idea is that if you have a homeowners association, then the neighborhood is protected against people who might come in and not give a crap about their house and reduce the value of the surrounding Oh, houses. that's so true. That's important. Yeah, but there are some people, like, there are a lot of homeowners associations that get really power hungry and right. like, super unethical like and stuff. Because then the other counter argument is like, it's my house to so do what I want. Well, exactly, yeah. It's my property. Yeah. But like, I totally understand. Like in my house, there used to be, or sorry, not in my house, in my subdivision, there used to be this house that had like, it was just decked out in like sea decorations. There were like sea, like like ocean, like oceans and fish. It was the fish house. Like at any time of the year, dude. Like the it was it was ocean blue, and there was the mailbox was a fish, and the, the gravel or the driveway had gravel on the sides of it with with, with seashells in it. Well, yeah, with rocks in it, like the bottom of the ocean. What the heck? And it's it was like, like a fishbowl. It house. was like the fish house, and my whole life I was like, Mom, let's go by the fish house. She was like, We don't talk about the fish house. That's reducing and, our property value. Yeah, and she was she was she was always like, "Oh, I bet the neighbors hate the fish house because it brings their property value down." Oh, that's probably true. Yeah, well, and it was probably true because we haven't we have an HOA in our subdivision, and at a certain point, they made him change the house. Oh my gosh! So it's not the fish house anymore. That's sad. Yeah, but it also makes sense to a certain extent. It depends on how not corrupt the HOA is. What if you just walk into his house and it's just like? raw fish all over the ground <laughs> you just walk in and there's a bunch of fish it smells like fish and he's just not sitting. for decoration just yeah it's just it's just a dude sitting in a chair he's holding on to a massive bass he's like welcome to the fish house yeah i'm jerry <laughs> welcome to the fish house my name's jerry take a seat welcome back to episode one of life in the fish house i'm your boy jerry Take a seat, man. Take a seat. Today we'll be going over the difference between a goldfish and an angelfish. And as he's saying this, like like a fish is like stuck to the ceiling and like falls to the ground, like a like a big bluegill is just like oh. <laughs> just flopping around. Yeah, there's just there's indistinct indis, indistinct flopping happening in the background. Oh my gosh! Yeah, poor um, fish house man. Yeah, but the pink house. <laughs> now here's a quote that the pink house guy said. His quote when he asked about HOAs, he said, no HOA, no HOA. I pre-planned this specifically because of that reason. So when people get mad, I explain there is no HOA here. <laughs> Wait, did he actually say no HOA twice at yes, the beginning? that's the direct quote. It's like a chant. No, no HOA, HOA, no HOA. When explained how to do this here, I said no I, HOA. I, I picture like he wrote down on an index card like his prepared statement whenever people ask this, and he wrote no HOA once, and like maybe he misspelled the A and he like kind of crossed it out and wrote no HOA again. Yeah. But then in the heat of the moment, they're like, they're like, why do you have a pink house? And he's like, ah, oh, and he grabs the card. He's like, uh, uh, no HOA, uh, no HOA. Um, uh, so when people get mad, I explain there's no HOA here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you have a couple more minutes like you have a five minute presentation in class and you're at three minutes and you're like well i'm done uh no hoa no hoa 
when people ask why I do this, I said there's no HOA here. Your presentation topic is like uh, like uh, peanuts are bad for you. Yeah. You get to three minutes and you, you, you say your concluding argument and you're like, so um, in conclusion, peanuts are bad. Um, they're not good for you. Peanuts aren't – they're not ungood for you. They're bad for you. I don't like peanuts. Don't eat peanuts. The teacher holds up four in the back. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, one more minute. Uh, peanuts. Um, <laughs> peanuts. Charlie Brown was in the Peanuts comic. Um, we got we got Mr. Planter, uh, Mr. Peanut. He's he's a nice in the, guy. In like the the assessment, the rubric, the teacher's yeah. like, I felt like you rambled a little bit at the end. I'll give you an A though. I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you an A. Yeah, you were confident. <laughs> You were confident. Nice diction. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so in this guy's credit, he absolutely knows what's up. Also, he's super dedicated to the color pink. He's dedicated to the color pink, and he knows he knows that the HOA is going to stop him. Right. Like, he's he knows that this ain't going over well. Yeah, there's an assumption there that, like, he knows that he's doing a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, he... He's like, man, if I get in a place with an HOA, they're coming after me. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's the HOA is going to come uh, wrecking my house. <laughs> <laughs> the HOA is going to come wreck my house today. The HOA housebreakers are going to come in here with their wrecking ball and, and knock down my pink. Knock down my pink. That's yeah. what I call my house, the pink. <laughs> hey, you boys want to come over to the pink later? We're going to hang out have a little party. <laughs> <laughs> have a little party over at the pink tonight. I mean, Amelia, we just don't like can – we, can we just call it your house – we, no, 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 no. We know it's a pink no house. No HOA. No HOA. <laughs> when asked why I do this, I said no HOA. I'm calling it the pink. <laughs> no, Amelia, we know there's no HOA, okay? You tell us all the time. But we just want to call it your house. All right. You call it the pink or else you're not my friend anymore. <sighs> all right. I guess we're hanging out at the pink later. All right. Every time you walk into the, my front door, every time you go under the archway, you have to do the chant. <laughs> I know. I was about to say. Never, they, they sit down at the dinner table. <laughs> He's like, all right, let's say grace. Let's say grace. Everybody bows their heads. Holds, holds their hands. No HOA. No, no HOA. HOA. When asked <laughs> why I do, do this, this, I say no, no HOA. HOA. Amen. <laughs> Holy moly. That is hilarious. No HOA. No HOA. When asked why I do this, I say no HOA. It's like a Dr. Seuss poem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has kids. He has kids. He's opening up. He's like, this is a book from uh, Dr. Dr. Seuss. Uh, Dad, I can't I can't go to sleep when you're reading a story. <laughs> yeah, I'll read you the story from here, Dr. Seuss. No HOA. No HOA. When asked why I do this, I said no HOA. They asked me why I like green eggs and ham. I don't even know the real words. Oh, the places you'll go when there's no HOA. <laughs> How the HOA stole Christmas. How the HOA stole Christmas. <laughs> Everything in his house is HOA themed. No, it's anti-HOA themed. Yeah, anti-HOA. He takes like pictures of the neighborhood and captions it. Look, you know what there isn't in this picture? An HOA. <laughs> he's he's doing like a, a speech in front of an, an entire crowd of people. It's like the rights marchers for something. And he's like, I need you to all to say this with me in the end. No HOA. No HOA. When, when asked why I, I do this, this I, I said, said no HOA. Yeah! 
like, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. That is That's what, what it sounds maybe like. he ripped that off. He ripped it off from MLK. Wow. Amazing. Was MLK an HOA? Do you think MLK was part of an HOA? I don't even know where he lived. It seems like he's probably anti-HOA because the, the semantics, or the like the way that it sounds is like right. the same as no HOA, no HOA. Thank God Almighty, <laughs> there's no HOA. <laughs> Do you think that when he was searching for a house on Zillow, he like... He was like he would click next page and cross his fingers and be like, "No HOA, no yeah. HOA, God Almighty, no HOA." Yeah, yeah. MLK. That's yeah. a quote from him. Look also, you might you might be interested to know we've been talking about this man and his pink house for fifteen minutes. Are you now. serious? <laughs> we've been we haven't been talking about the house. We've just been talking about HOA. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I got one here. Good. Oh. This sounds like a conspiracy to me. Oh yeah, this is a this is a new thing that I like to call um, <coughs> Giuliano's conspiracy corner. <laughs> Nate and I had actually talked about this. This was uh, Nate. Nate had something planned a while ago that he was going to do Nate's conspiracy corner, but uh, I just stole the music from him and I'm <laughs> doing it today. <laughs> man, who made this song? Who made this song? This song sucks, man. <laughs> yeah, this song is horrible. So, All right, go ahead. So we got a conspiracy for the day. Um, yeah. Let me just let me just do a little quick fade of this. Ooh, mattress firm. Mm. Let's talk about mattress firm. Let's talk mattresses, baby. Let me tell you, mattress firms. There's something weird going on there. Mm-hmm. Some of you might be a little bit familiar with this conspiracy. Um, I know. I think Shane Dawson talked about it on some. A lot of people have talked about right. this. Yeah. But we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty, yeah. and we're going to give you some straight answers. For once, you're going to get some answers. For once, you're going to get some answers. We are gonna we probably shouldn't make any claims, just in case Mattress Firm give sues us. Give me the us. answers. We're sponsored by Mattress Firm, so we can't say too much bad about them. Yeah, that's right. Um, This episode is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Yeah. American Mattress. <laughs> no, that's... With a good night's sleep, call one i am pretty sure that's dream. a different company entirely. Oh. Oh. America. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so um, let's talk about Mattress Firm. Yeah. Conspiracy theories are everywhere, but Mattress Firm, like, it's all over Reddit, all over a bunch of different news sources. It, the conspiracy theory is Mattress Firm is some sort of giant money laundering scheme, mm-hmm. and because they're everywhere and they're almost always empty. And the, the idea is how many mattresses do you buy in your lifetime? Right. Like probably we, one. Probably one. Probably maybe one. Maybe two. Maybe two. Never been in a mattress store in my whole life. I personally have never bought a mattress. Although I have my parents have bought a, one mattress for me in my life. Yeah. So everyone's wondering about like why do we need all these mattress firms everywhere? Right. Um, and the, like if you drive down like a, in a suburban area, you can see like two, three, or four. Um, sometimes they're right across the street from each other. There are two mattress firms on on fifty nine and and Route thirty four, like near yeah. here. Yeah, I know. Right, I know what you're talking about. Right across the street from each other, like two two seconds away. Like one is in one subdivision, one's like right across. Yeah. And why do you need two mattress firms right across the street from each other when no one buys mattresses? So obviously, people are confused because, like, mm-hmm. why are there so many mattresses? So the the idea is is that. There's something going on here. There's either a cult, mm. some sort of cover-up. There's something. There's and a little something. There's this sleaze factor when you walk into the mattress <laughs> stores because 
Everyone's kind of weird looking. There's no one in there. It kind of feels like it's a, a wasteland. It's a whole new level of salesman, isn't it? Right? Like below used car salesman. Right. Mattress salesman. And you know the mattress salesman is just a guy it's just not some doing poor, anything. Some poor schmuck who's literally does nothing all day. Right. Because yeah. no one ever goes into a mattress And store. it's not like there's inventory to update. Yeah. Maybe like once a month they get a shipment of mattresses. Mattressi. Mattressi is actually the real term. Yeah. Oxford English Dictionary. Look it up. I'm sorry. Um, um, so these mattressi stores are all over the place. <laughs> so I want to know what you think about this conspiracy. Well, because I think it, there's a possibility that it might be true. There's just way too many mattress firms. There are so many mattress firms. And I will say this. When I think mattress, I think something that is like, I'm going to buy it once and forget about it. I need like one mattress store in the middle of the place in the middle of the state, I drive to the mattress store, I get my mattress, I drive home. I do not need a mattress store on every corner. Right. And it's not the kind of thing that they can like entice me in with like a, a new sale. Ooh, 15% off mattresses. Oh, yeah, I've been really needing one of those lately. You gotta, know, I got to get a new mattress yeah. for my house. Oh, I might as well pick one up, I guess. Sure, that's a yeah. good deal. It's like a Starbucks. There's like <clears throat> as many mattress firms as Starbucks. If you want my actual opinion, there's a Freakonomics episode about mattress firm. I want to hear about it. And well, really, it's the idea is that they're super low cost to operate because the overhead is insanely low. Mm. You just have the building and the one guy in there. Right. So you're not really paying much people. You're not paying much. So if you sell one or two mattresses a month, you break even, basically. Wait, so there's one guy in there. It's like somebody goes in and buys a mattress and they're like, can you take this out to my car? And he's like, ah, jeez, I didn't think anyone was going to come in here today. He's like, uh, actually, I I can't. I, I'm, I'm very weak. <laughs> he's trying to haul a mattress to somebody's car. Oh, jeez. Oh man, this really ha- can you help me out? Hey, I'm here for a mattress. I bought the mattress. Uh, <laughs> hey, the customer's always right. That's right. And I, I sh- sure don't want to carry this thing. Yeah. But actually, um, the idea is that there's the reason there's so many of them is that um, when people are going to look for a mattress, they uh, it's one of those things that when you get one, you need one. Right. Right. And because like so you're... people people are going to go to like probably the first mattress store they see. And just get one. And so the idea is by having a lot of mattress stores, you're just having a lot of places where people could go and get one. So like there's times where they're on opposite sides of the intersection. And that's because if you're coming northbound on this road, you're not gonna you're not gonna make like a U-turn to get to the mattress firm. You're not gonna make But if a, you really need a mattress, wouldn't just, you do that? No. You're just gonna keep going to when the mattress firm is on is on is on the way. That, that some study I might not, I might be misrepresenting the information, but it has to do with like people's daily commutes and the routes they take, and how if there's a mattress store that's on the route they normally take, they're going to go to that one every time rather than go out of their way. I understand that argument, but that's assuming that people need mattresses. Yeah, apparently. I mean, well, let's just think about it this way: they wouldn't be in business if they didn't have mattresses sold, right? So some people buy mattresses. I know, like like my parents have bought probably two to three mattresses in the time that I've had a conscious existence Mm -hmm. so you know you think in the city we live in there's you know a couple hundred thousand people right so if every one of them buys a mattress one mattress a day keeps the doctor away (laughs) a mattress a day keeps the store in bid (laughs) that's all i'm saying (laughs) but uh, so apparently the the owner who's trying to keep it in business guy with the last name is steinhoff okay like bought recently bought the entire company for like 
two it says two point four billion dollars, which is wow. more than more than twice of what the company's worth. Wow. So that kind of throws a wrench into things because it's like, why does this man really want the mattress firm? Because probably you talk about overhead, there's probably a lot more overhead coming in from laundering. <laughs> That's what I think. I I will say that the proliferation of locations and the lack of the employees having anything substantial to do is a pretty good setup for laundering money. It is. It's a super, and it's the classic case like, oh yeah, for sure. We sold 10 mattresses today. I definitely didn't just drop eight grand in cash in the register and walk away. Exactly. Yeah. Because no one cares about mattresses. They're in someone's house. Exactly. Um, But then again, we're not saying that Mattress Firm is a money laundering scheme because I don't want somebody to be like, hey, you know, I don't want the mob coming out here. Yeah, yeah. But the thing, the man selling, excuse me, the man buying the company for more than double of what it's worth is a little weird. That is pretty weird. I will say that. I mean, maybe he just wants all the profit. Maybe he just wants all the mattresses. It's a super profitable business. Yeah. Because the overhead is so low. The princess and the pea. Yeah. I mean, think about the princess and the pea. She needed to buy those mattresses somewhere. (laughs) Right? I actually don't know that story. I was just imagining (laughs) a princess and a pea. (laughs) The princess and the pea is when she's like, all right, uh, you need to be like a real true princess who's oversensitive to everything. Oh. So we're going to stack a bunch of mattresses and we're <laughs> going to put a pee underneath the first one. Oh. And if you feel it, you're going to be our princess. But that she's not going to feel it. But she does feel it. And then That's she becomes impossible. the princess. There's a bunch of mattresses. It's a fairy tale. What do you think? I'm just saying if you, there's a bunch of mattresses on top, I ain't feeling a brick at the bottom of that thing. <laughs> I ain't feeling a human body that's at the bottom of that stack. 18 mattresses. All I'm saying is that you could you could put a Honda Civic under that last mattress. I wouldn't feel it. <laughs> you can put the Green Giant underneath those you, mattresses. You could put the Seattle Space Needle under that mattress. <laughs> I wouldn't feel it. You definitely feel it there. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if Mattress Firm sold all those all those uh, mattresses to the princess, and that's why they're in business? Mm, what if Mattress Firm uh, actually sells food, like they sell their mattresses as food? So you just eat the mattresses? Yeah. Or the mattresses are just filled yeah, with like lentils like, or something? We don't know because we don't buy them. There right. might be people who come in, they buy $800 a mattress, and then they just rip that bad boy open when they get home and it's just got a bunch chow of lentils down. In there, yeah. Lentil mattress, baby. I'm, I'm going to go over there tonight. I'm going to let you know about the lentil mattress. All right. Thank you. Please right. let me know about that. If you listen to um, our first episode, this is going to be this is going to be important to you. <laughs> Another doorbell liquor caught on camera. Oh, no. This time in Florida. No. And there's a video from Ring.com. I'm not watching that video. I know, but it's funny. Is it just the same thing? Was so, this one? No, it's a different guy. So if you listen to the, the first episode that we did, we talked about the like this like mystery doorbell licking league that people like yeah. are a part of. So now this proves it, right? Licked the doorbell for three hours. Yeah, right? guy, how, a guy licked the doorbell for three how hours. How long did this guy lick the doorbell for? Uh, let's see. Um... Uh, does it say? Well, it says the man standing outside the front door seen leaning into the camera, showing a oh. stack of newspapers oh. and rotating a lighter on top of the stack. What? Yeah, I, I feel bad for the guy. But before he leaves the front porch, the man is seen coming back to lick the doorbell. <laughs> He's like, I almost forgot. Yeah. Um, but just like a quick like... Bleep. Well, let me just see the video. Oh... The first guy from from the last time we talked about doorbell licking was like going to town on it. This guy's like bloop, steps oh, okay. away, 
bloop, does it again. Uh. But, you know, he might not have as much training as the other guy. <laughs> Maybe he got, he got a little nervous. Yeah, he got a little nervous once he got to the, once he got to the porch. And um, so this might prove the doorbell licking league that we talked about. This is another bullet point in that evidence, that's for sure. It is. So every week, we're going to check in on doorbell lickers. Yeah. This week on Doorbell Liquor Watch. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if you watched last week's episode of Doorbell Liquor Watch, you'll remember that a man licked the doorbell for three hours. Tonight, we've got another segment of a man licking a doorbell, but not as much as the last one. This man doesn't have enough training. <laughs> One man, one tongue, one doorbell. It's the doorbell lickers. This week on NBC, 60 minutes, 65 minutes, because he's still licking. It's doorbell lickers. 70 minutes. 70 minutes. We're still going. And then like cut to a week later. The guitar player's like getting tired at this point. Welcome back to NBC. For 50,000 minutes. Doorbell liquor watch. Doorbell, we still licking the doorbell. Still going to town on this doorbell. Maybe that should be a recurring segment. Yeah, the doorbell liquor watch. That that's something we have to look into. Bing bong. It's door. Yeah, we should make that. That's pretty fun, actually. Yeah, let's do doorbell liquor watch. It's a new segment. I'll talk to our music guy. Yeah, talk to our music guy. Um, have Gary cut cut that one in instead of cut that one out. Gary, classic Gary. Yeah. All right. Well, looks like it's about to about to wrap up here. Wind it down. We gotta thank a few couple individuals that we we got some some folks in the bid who we want to throw it out to. You know, we'd like to thank Ange for our cover art, Gratch for the promo photos, for the Center for Social Impact for housing us today. Um, and if you want to send in your articles, we're now taking in listener submissions, so send them into babystationsubs at gmail.com. It's babystationsubs at gmail.com. We'd also uh, like to thank Little Yachty for sponsoring this podcast. Most importantly, all the people who 